Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ring of Honor, bringing you best in the world this Sunday. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. It'll be on pay-per-view, Fight TV, and Ring of Honor Honor Club. Oh, by the way, go to our Twitter page, at SGTWATX, for your chance to win a Fight TV stream code. Uh, a great card. It's going to be in front of fans. This will be the first time Ring of Honor has been in front of fans in nearly a year and a half. One of the matches for the six-man tag team championship, Shane Taylor Promotions. We know those guys really well, especially Shane. Going up against an unlikely trio, Dalton Castle, Eli Isom, and the gentleman joining me now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. He has quickly become one of our favorites because he is a big sports radio fan. Again, let me remind you, if you cross him, then shame on you. He is Dak Draper. Follow him on Twitter and in, and Instagram at Mile High Magnum. Dak, it's good to see him again. Oh, it's good to see you too. Good to see you. Good to a uh, good day to be Dak Draper. But every day is a good day to be Dak Draper. You know, I gotta I gotta imagine that's the case because I do follow you on Instagram and you've got some great pictures. Uh, I noticed you spent or at least a lot of your pictures involve the beach. Or the water? Are you a big beach fan? Are you a big tropical fan? I'm just a big. I'm a big vacation fan. I have this uh, this ideology I subscribe to: five and a half days a week training camp, one and a half days resort. So wherever I'm at, whatever location I'm in, for one and a half days a week, I'm trying to find that that perfect recovery to fuel me for the next week. So right now, I'm living in Baltimore to be close to uh, Ring of Honor. With that, there's a lot of beaches around. You know, you got you got bay beaches, Chesapeake Bay beaches. You got Atlantic Ocean beaches down in Ocean City. You got little lake beaches inland. And so, uh, I'm all, I'm a big beach person. I'm a big recovery person because I feel like recovery fuels me for uh, my upcoming week. And I want to come in as uh, strong as possible. So, yeah, I take my beaches and my recovery uh, pretty seriously. I imagine is okay. So let's let's uh, let's find out. Uh, Outside of your wrestling travels, what's the most exotic beach you've been to? So this isn't going to make me seem very worldly, but I feel like when people think Dak Draper, they don't exactly imagine like, you know, somebody who's uh, who's leading tours around the world to cultured places. So my most exotic beach, I would say, would be uh, Isla Mujeres in, uh, in Mexico. It's an island right across uh, from Cancun. I went there. I had my red shoes on. People have probably seen my red shoes with my suits and some pictures. I had such a good time that I forgot my red shoes on the island. So uh -oh. those red shoes forever enshrined on the island there. If you want to go visit them, I'm sure you can. Just book a flight to uh, Elamu Harris. You might have to take a ferry to get there. But uh, Elamu Harris uh, outside of Cancun is definitely my favorite, my favorite, I would say, exotic beach. Okay. That sounds wonderful. It really does. Uh, I want to ask you because, uh, you know, as I mentioned, you're a big sports fan, big, big sports radio fan. Uh, that's why you're one of our favorites. Uh, have you, do you follow soccer? Oof. 
<laughs> I I get that reaction quite a bit, especially here in Austin, Texas. And we've got it, yeah. we, and we got the new MLS team, Austin FC. I was just at their their match last night against LAFC. Uh, so I had to ask because yo, everybody's been going on about Euro 2020 and Italy and England and all the good stuff. So I get that. And there's there is a you know you're from Denver. There is a Colorado uh, yeah. MLS team. They they played Austin early in the season, and I I think that might have been Austin's first win. Oh. They only have three, so it's you know it's not not exactly. You um, know, in Denver, we like to do other things besides soccer. I know. So we like to- you got the Broncos coming up. You got training camp coming up. You Ooh, ready to see I- the Broncos hit the gridiron? Oh man, I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm nervous though. The uh, the uh, the motto this year, at least uh, sports radio wise, on Denver Sports Radio, I've always kind of got it going on. Um, is uh 50 50 Teddy Bridgewater or, or Drew Locke, and so that's got me real up in there. I've really got my fingers crossed that they can somehow pull off this Aaron Rodgers trade, like that's uh, in the back of my mind. I probably sound like a lunatic right now because when it's your team, you want the most, you want the most outstanding thing to happen, the most far fetched thing to happen, and just thinking that Aaron Rodgers being the Broncos quarterback is a possibility that's got me pretty excited, but uh. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what the team's got because they've got a they've got a ton of young guys. One of the youngest teams in the NFL. Whoever's the quarterback also has a ton of weapons. They've got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, uh, Noah Fan at tight end. So, I'm um, I'm really excited for this year as a Broncos fan since Peyton Manning retired. We've had so many field goals. The defense is always good enough to, for the most part, stop the opposing offense so they kick a field goal and. Since Peyton Manning has retired, it has just been field goal city on the Broncos offense. They're either every drive ends with a kick, whether it's a punt or a field goal. And I'm so tired of field goals. So I'm just, I'm really holding out for some here. <laughs> I get you. Believe me. Hey, uh, we've got that same problem up in Dallas with the Cowboys. It's, you know, the, the defense has been getting better, but for some reason, the offense, they can go between the 20s. But that red zone just seems to stop them all the time, and red zone. Oh, it's, it's nuts. Red zone. It is absolutely nuts, and and especially you know, and I, and I hope Teddy Bridgewater, you know, hopefully he stays healthy, and you know he can provide uh, the wep the 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 passing attack that he can he can give to the Broncos. It'll be fun to watch. So. Uh, yeah, training camp coming up uh, into this month. It's crazy that it's July. We're getting ready. So um, one of the things I noticed on your Instagram, your bulldog. Talk about your dog. Athlor, come here. So this little dog, this is, this is my uh, bulldog, Dog Draper. He is uh, an old English bulldog, so he's a lot like me. He's going to grow to be taller than a typical bulldog. Uh, he'll be probably six inches taller than a typical bulldog and uh, it makes him a lot more athletic. He, uh, you can probably hear him right now. He, he is constantly making noises and panting and breathing, but the man's like me. He has a personality of his own. Anybody who, uh, anybody who does something he doesn't like is going to find out about it. You know, whether he's barking at him, whether he's making noises or faces, he's very expressive. Like I feel like, Fans of mine and other Ring of Honor wrestlers are always sharing different reactions of me, of me going either getting mad at a ref or any kind of faces I make. I do the same thing with my little bulldog, with little dog Draper, because he is uh, 
he has a personality. He lets you know how he feels. And I feel like that's very important. You can hear him right now. He's snorting. He's throwing a fit about something. Probably that I'm not giving him, a, giving him enough attention. Sorry, <laughs> well, he, he is a handsome, handsome bulldog. Great to see Dog Thanks, Draper. Um, all right. So let's talk about this card. Uh, best in the world. First of all, how excited are you that for the, again, as I mentioned, first time since I think February of 2020, Ring of Honor is going to have a show in front of actual fans. How excited are you? I'm so excited. It's I'm a lifelong athlete. I'm used to I'm, I remember when I was 4 years old in Little League, the first sound you hear when you're so nervous to go up in your first sports event is you hear fans cheering. And whether it's it's your parents at that time, it's but you hear cheering, you hear encouragement, and so you're conditioned to that. And uh not having that, while I haven't liked it, it has helped me to focus on other parts of my game. I feel like it's made me a stronger all-around wrestler. So I'm really excited to debut that new package to the fans. Because you can watch it on TV, and that's great. But being able to be, able to be there, that's when you feel it. That's when you really experience it. Because it's different than watching it. So I'm really excited for uh, fans and for other human beings to be able to experience 2021 Dak Draper. Yeah, I, I am too. You know, that's it's been – that's a – kind of the hallmark of this first half of july uh, all the different wrestling promotions going back getting back on the road doing you know having shows in front of fans and all that good stuff so excited to see ring of honor uh bringing the fans back to the best wrestling on the planet your match it's the six-man tag all right so let's talk about the team that you're on you and eli isom have had this rivalry you guys have been battling each other the last couple of months. Um, I believe Eli got the got the better of you the last time, if I'm not mistaken. So Allegedly. what? Why? So what makes this? What's going to make this a successful partnership now with someone that you've been you've been in the ring with, been in the ring against the last few months? So uh, I. It makes me laugh every time there I hear people telling me that uh, our team won't work because we used to be, a, the people on the team used to be opponents and the people on the team don't have a lot of experience together working as a team like Shane Taylor Promotions does. And if you show me someone who says that, I'll show you someone that's never been on an all-star team before because I've been on a lot of all-star teams. And when you're on an all-star team, all of a sudden you find yourself on a team where you're you're teamed up with people that you spent the whole the whole regular season competing against, and all star teams usually work out pretty well. Like Adam, Matt, we're in the we're in the NBA Finals right now. Imagine if either of those teams faced up against either the East or the West All Stars. I, I I don't think it I don't think it would be a uh, a slaughter for the team that works together well as a team. You know, so I think we need to uh, give uh, Team Draper, Castle, and Isom their due. Because I've been on a lot of all-star teams. I'm sure Dalton Castle's been on a lot of all-star teams before. I'm not sure about Eli Isom, but obviously if he can hang with Dak Draper and push Dak Draper to his limits and allegedly uh, pull a win out somewhere, then uh, Dak Dr or uh, Eli Isom is definitely worthy of an all-star team. So when people say that we've got our uh, work cut out for us against Shane Taylor, of course we do. We'd be dumb to think that we didn't. They are a great team. They're the world's six-man champions. But... They haven't faced an all-star team yet, and that's exactly what we are. So that's my uh, that's my mindset going into it. Um, just 
for me, it's, it's business as usual too, because I've been, I've been an excellent athlete my whole life. This is just another, uh, all-star performance for the mile high Mac. You know, it, it makes sense. You, you know, you think about the, the Olympics are going to start in a couple weeks, which makes you go back to 1992. That was an all-star team, the dream team. And I think they did. Okay. I think Imagine they, that. I think they worked out well. Yeah, I think they did. I think, uh, I wonder what they're going to name our team after uh, best in the world. They're, since Dream Team's already taken, I imagine it's it's going to be something good. But uh, the dreamier team, the what? The dreamier team. Ooh, that that might need. I can see it on the Wheaties box right now. I can see it on the cover of a uh, Sports Illustrated. The dreamier team. Just make sure I get ten percent. That's all I ask. I get ten percent. Oh. So, all right. So we've talked about Eli. Now let's bring in Dalton Castle, former Ring of Honor World Champion. He's held these belts before with the boys. Yeah. Okay, and just tell me how this how this is you know again Dalton Castle. Can, how much can you trust him? And you know, do you think he can help bring you guys the success? I think he can definitely help bring us success. Um, and with trust. I think trust gets overstated a lot. I think trust becomes more important in a team when performance starts to falter. And Dalton Castle is a former world champion. I don't see performance faltering anywhere from any of our three team members. So as long as performance doesn't falter, as long as everybody else holds up their end of the bargain, then I don't think trust really plays a role. But with that trust, if we are going to talk about trust, yeah, Dalton and I have our differences and, uh, we haven't gotten along. Eli and I haven't gotten along. The three of us all have not gotten along with each other. But that doesn't mean a team can't work. You hear about teams all the time that have had where it, there's been some some miscommunications, some infighting in between, some uh, maybe a past where they didn't really like each other very much. That doesn't mean that we can't supersede that and uh, and still be a successful team. Actually, and looking at the three individuals involved, I see a, a championship mentality and kind of a championship trait in all three of us. And I think we're going to do a great job as a team of uh, bonding over what we have in common versus fighting over what we don't have in common. Hey, I I give you guys a good shot. And as, as I said, I know I've known Shane for a long time. I've called a few of his matches on the Indies. So, uh, and I know that the Soldiers of Savagery are. are, are a tough duo, put them together. You, there is a reason why they are the world six man tag team champions, but yeah, if someone's going to take them out, why not this all-star team of you and Eli Isom and Dalton castle? Uh, before I let you go, this card is so stacked. You got Roosh and bandito for the world title, Jonathan Gresham, Mike Bennett for the pure title, Tony Depp and dragon Lee for the TV title. You got Jay Lethal taking on Brody King. You got the last man standing match. Flip Gordon EC3. Is there a match besides yours that you have a particular interest in? Uh, Mike Bennett versus Jonathan Gresham. That uh, I'm really curious to see how Mike Bennett adapts his style to face someone like Jonathan Gresham, who I recently faced at the last pay-per-view. So I obviously have a vested interest in that match, having been uh, in the ring with Gresham. And I'm really curious to see what Mike Bennett can bring because Mike Bennett's been all, everywhere. But uh, Jonathan Gresham is so unique. He presents such a unique and uh, 
such a unique and all-encompassing style. He, he can he can do everything. And uh, if you underestimate him just based on where you've been or anything like that, you're going to find yourself in your own personal nightmare during the match. So I'm very excited to see that match. Also, uh, Silas versus Josh Woods. Silas Young versus Josh Woods. That is going to be – There's I feel like there's just so much uh, pent-up aggression from Josh Woods. And I, I get it, too, having been a former top uh, – not former, right? Ring of Honor top prospect tournament winner. Right. And uh, just going from how you have to go from the top prospect tournament to build yourself up and how Silas helped Josh with that. But now they've, they've, uh, their relationship is kind of soured and, uh, and eventually the student outgrows the teacher. And uh, I'm excited to see whether Silas uh, is able to, to keep that, use his experience and able to uh, come out on top versus Josh or if Josh is able to, to shed his teacher and, uh, declare himself too cool for school i think it's gonna be a hell of a card we had uh we had mike ben i got to talk to mike bennett earlier in the week and i know he's ready for that and yeah josh and and silas that's gonna be a hell of a match last man standing so you can imagine the brutality that's gonna happen there all in all ring of honor best in the world is gonna be a can't miss pay-per-view is this sunday 8 p.m eastern 7 p.m central Pay-per-view, Fight TV, or Ring of Honor Honor Club. Uh, any of those options will get you the pay-per-view. Some outstanding wrestling, and it's going to be in front of fans, which that's going to be a hell of a time. Dak Draper, follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Mile High Magnum. See him on Sunday when he goes after the World Six-Man Tag Team titles. Dak, it's so great to catch up with you again. Uh, always enjoy chatting with you. Uh, all the best to you. All the best to everybody there at Ring of Honor. Looking forward to Sunday, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you very much. See everybody on the 11th. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.